the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Life circumstances uniquely affect people differently, yet God's love, grace, and mercy are limitless. The good news is God's word is uniquely sufficient. He knows what to do in every situation. He made us and he knows us better than we know ourselves. The Bible tells us to trust him, lean on him, and to acknowledge him. Whether it's a success, a setback, or a failure, no matter what it is, God will order our steps when we depend on him and him alone to uniquely perform his good and perfect work within us. Listen as Pastor Rander continues. Matthew 16, 26 says, For what good will it do a person if he gains the whole world but loses soul? Or what will a person give in exchange for his soul? Those Black Friday, early morning, people wrapped around the store, running over each other, grabbing, taking stuff out of other folk baskets, slapping folk, tussling, bustling. And get home and the thing don't even work. (laughs) You got to go back to the refund line. (laughs) It, It is amazing how believers will go all way across town through traffic to spend money on expensive gas, waste time and energy, and travel in the rain, cats and dogs, even on Sunday, can't get to church to get a 10% discount. (laughs) You lost that in the and driving. You know how much gas is? Your discount is gone. You've taken a loss just driving across town. But they make excuses for not driving all the way across town to a good Bible teaching church. Furthermore, if believers possess the same passion for the Lord's work as they do for shopping in malls and online, it would truly transform their lives. This is why I'm preaching so hard this sermon just prior to the Christmas season. And I pray that this message will restrain you from being carried away by the hype of the season only to result in January blues when the debt comes due. You know it comes due. Oh, it comes due. You, oh, you happy Christmas. You just, here's your credit card. It's just, and then all of a sudden, here's 50 invoices. Here's, here's, here's all this stuff coming. They're all over your feet. They're on your ankles. They're covering your desk. You're having a panic attack. And you hit yourself saying, what was I thinking? Number four, 
I got a few more and I'll be done, but you need this. Some discontented believers are depressed and stressed and often engage in retail therapy, which is to shop with the primary purpose of altering their moods. You know, if they shop, they'll be a little bit more happier. Proverbs 12, 25 says, anxiety in a person's heart weighs it down, but a good word makes it glad. And I'm giving you a good word this morning because it's God's word. (laughs) Beloved, when your spirit or mood is not right, please stay away from overeating. When your mind and your mood is not right, stay away from alcoholic beverages, self-isolation, stay away from tobacco products, vaping, drugs, and impulsive shopping, all of which will ruin your finances. Believe me, you do not want to go shopping when you're not in the right frame of mind. Number five, many believers are not content because they desire to impress others. Why are you going to impress somebody you don't, that don't like you anyhow? Philippians 2 and 3 says, don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. This is the word. The believer's goal in living the Christian's life should be to please and glorify Christ. And when this is our aim and purpose, we will not allow Satan to distract us with futile efforts to impress others. When Paul says, do not try to impress others, He knows that doing so comes from selfishness, which draws attention to yourself rather than glorifying Christ. Attempting to impress others will leave you disappointed. Attempting to impress others will leave you disillusioned, disheartened, and dissatisfied. Look at all those D's. Disappointed, disillusioned, disheartened, and dissatisfied. Now, if you're going to get a D on your report card. It's not worth trying to impress others. Number six, fear will cause a lack of contentment in people. Fear will cause a lack of contentment in people. Psalm 56.3 says, when I am afraid, I put my trust in you. When I'm afraid. All the pundits talking about the, the dead and all these things, and that's very problematic. And those in Washington, D.C. need to get their acts together. But don't keep your eyes on Washington. Keep your eyes on the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, you know? Because Washington will depress you. Washington will put fear in you. When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. Christ and Christ alone. Some believers are obsessed with emergency preparedness. They stockpile resources to protect themselves in case of a crisis. That's not bad. Now, I'm not saying you cannot be a wise planner when it comes to preparing for emergencies. I think it's wise. But it is possible to hoard out of fear even to the point of destabilizing your own finances. Fear can cause you to overstock, to overdo. Expiration dates on everything. Can't even use it when it's time to use it. Yes, it's good to, to be wise and, and, to, and to have things uh, in place. 
because you don't know. It's okay to have a generator. It's okay to have this. It's okay to have things extra in the pantry or in the back room or whatever you're doing. But ask God to give you the wisdom as to how to do it and how much to do it. He will tell you when enough is enough without going overboard out of fear. Remember Y2K? Man, they made enough money off of us to buy a whole nother nation. And you know what? Y'all were all in the, you were all somewhere. Oh, oh, it's here come. Midnight is coming. And oh, and then 1201. Oh, it must going to happen at 1202 uh, in the new year. Then 1202 came in. Oh, it was, uh, it was an hour later. It was a week later. Oh, 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 oh. What, what happened? What, what, what happened? What, what, how much did you look? Oh, nothing happened. You went broke and nothing happened. They got, but they got your money. <laughs> Number seven, believers lack contentment because of peer pressure. Peer pressure, that, that, that's a killer. Peer pressure is to do something because you want to feel accepted and valued by others. Peer pressure is to do something because you want to feel accepted and valued by others. Galatians chapter 1 verse 10 says, obviously I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. Many people get themselves into financial bondage because of peer pressure. For example, if someone has a nice home, you want a nice home. So someone gets a new car, you want a new car. Someone takes a nice vacation and can fly to who knows where, you want to take a vacation. You know you broke. <laughs> you need to be on a staycation. <laughs> Listen, my family, we, we took we took, we took staycations. You should have seen our, the early days of the Draper's house. I mean, we, we couldn't go anywhere. We, it was too expensive for us to go to San Marcos. We, we finally got to San Marcos. That, that was a move up. We were down there on that boat, and we were down at SeaWorld, and folks said, we were enjoying it. I said, they said, where y'all? That's little Randy, and that's Andrea, and that's my children. They said, where y'all from? We said, we're from the Alamo City. They said, what you doing down here? We on vacation. <laughs> You're on vacation. And we had ourselves the best time. Those kids don't care about thousands and thousands of dollars trying to see Donald Duck and Mickey Mouse <laughs> and taking those cruises and you come back broke. We, we didn't have much, but we had Jesus. Amen. And he was enough. Amen. We had vacations. And we enjoyed ourselves. Let me tell you, you don't have to have, who, that's a myth that you have to have a whole lot to have fun. Jesus will give you created fun if you listen to him. Someone wear nice clothes, you got to have nice clothes. Someone goes to Stanford University when you can only afford St. Phyllis College. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not talking against St. Phyllis or SAC or any of those things. I went to nice, a nice, wonderful Ivy League school called Texas Southern University. And I got the best education there. I had the best teachers there. The classes wasn't as big there. 
I had great mentors there. They gave me good attention there. They drove me where I needed to go. They used their car, but they invested in us, poured their lives at big old Texas Southern University. And when I graduated, I only owed $500. (laughs) Because I got in student work programs. I work at Lewis Coca Supermarket, making $1.60 an hour. I was a red cap at St. Joseph Hospital. My job was to clean the stairwells from the bottom. I didn't worry about exercise, and I got on the stairwell with the mop and bucket. And those are, I mean, how many floors this place got? You got to go all the way up and come all the way down mopping. I was in good shape. I was helping kids. Uh, students in, uh, in the periodical section of Texas Southern University on the second floor where, as they were doing their research and all of those things. And I worked my rear end off. I had to catch two buses to get to school. Uh, my mama said, you know, I can't, I can't baby, at 60, y'all, you're the oldest. And none of us had a degree at that time. And I wanted to lead the charge. And I wanted some degrees to set an example for my brothers and sisters. And I walked all the way down in big old Houston to the bus station. And I had to catch two buses to get to Texas Southern University and hope I could find a friend that would give me a ride back home. But it was worth it. And I graduated with freedom. Freedom. Now, a lot of people in this nation are crying about it because they got to pay that debt back. You know, because government didn't work out and they got to pay that debt back. And they're whining and crying. But that was your education. You made that loan. You got to say, yo, I don't want to hear that. Well, you made the loan. You got to pay what you owe. And I've been telling you all along that the government is not your friend. How many of you heard me say that before? And y'all go for y'all go for it. The government, I'm, by the, the bank is not your friend. Oh, I know the president. Just don't pay. <laughs> you just don't pay. You find out how much a friend he is. You'd be padlocked yesterday. Oh, but he's your president. Y'all have coffee, but you locked out. Yeah. So yeah, you want to go to Stanford? When you can only afford St. Philip College. We'll go to St. Kim. It's Listen, that school don't make you who you are. It's what you do in that school that make you who you are. You can go to Stanford. You can, you can go to Princeton, Purdue. You can go to wherever and graduate a dummy. You in the wreck, you all over the place. Every, you down in the Saras and the frats and you over here. Every time somebody phone ring, let's go. You don't know how to say no. Mess up your life. And you know what? They keep you in school. You, 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 they love it when you're a lifetime student. <laughs> you eight years there and you just your second year. <laughs> they say, oh, you, you, you have the freedom. We want you to stay another eight years. And, and you know what? The curriculum, the requirements keep going up, and the cost of education keep going up. I know what I'm talking about. I've been there. I've, I've been around. I left folk way smarter than me. I left them still in the wreck shooting poo. But they were smarter than me. I just had enough sense to go to class. <laughs> had enough sense to go to class. 
I, I, I knew my purpose. I knew my purpose. Nobody was going to detour me from my purpose. And look what God is doing with me now. Look at all the places I've gone. Look at all the countries around the world that I preached in. I, I, I'd be here all day trying to call those countries out. And I said, from that little rocky street called Kaplan in the ghetto of Houston, four houses from the railroad track one way and three or four houses from Interstate 59 the other. Street wasn't even paved. And God educated me. And the same God that took care of me will take care of you if you trust God, pray to God, do your homework, and choose your friends wisely. Philippians 4.11 says, For I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. Beloved, seeking the approval of people only leaves you spiritually dry. Seeking the approval of people only leaves you spiritually empty, unfulfilled, because people cannot uh, eternally reward you. Don't seek people's approval. They can't reward you. Uh, They can't give you divine protection. They are not your provider, and surely other people are not your savior. Therefore, seek God's approval and not the approval of people. We must listen to Christ and not succumb to the temptation to compete with others and peer pressure when it comes to making financial decisions. Number eight, many people get into financial debt because of a lack of self-discipline, which results in discontentment. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27a says, but I discipline my body and keep it under control. We as believers must realize that when we allow the Holy Spirit to rule and govern our lives, he will restrain us from making unnecessary frivolous purchases when we allow the Holy Spirit to control us. He'll tell you, don't buy that. And if you buy it, then it breaks in three days or it breaks the day after the warranty goes. Have you you ever seen something run and then two months after the warranty? It's over. It's amazing how that, those things years ago lasted a long time. I remember my mama's freezer and my mom and dad, they had this big square freezer, this box, you know, where you raise it up like this in the garage. And I was just a little teenager when they both, I'm even 13, 14. I, listen, I became an adult. I went through college. I moved to San Antonio and started pastoring. My parents died, and that thing was still running. (laughs) The same for the stove, the same for the refrigerator, and that stuff was like almost 50 years old. It it wouldn't stop working. And now you buy this stuff, you pay premium dollars, and it's broken. It's broken before you can even get out the warranty. More money, less product, more money, less quality. Bag of potato chips. Three in there. <laughs> I said, what happened? $8 for three chips. <laughs> this is 
just part one. I got two more. <laughs> oh, it is a dangerous thing when you allow your fleshy desires to overrule the promptings of the Holy Spirit because of a lack of self-discipline. Beloved, self-discipline is so critical to experiencing the victorious Christian life. Two more and I'll be done. Uh, number nine, discontentment is revealed when people hoard possessions. Discontentment re- is revealed when people hoard possessions to fill an emotional void. You feel empty, so you go buy stuff. For example, people hoard when they have a death of a loved one. Uh, they hoard material things because of a traumatic experience. They hoard things because of a broken relationship. People hoard things because of loneliness. They hoard things because of insecurity. Uh, many people hoard things because of selfishness. And, so, and many, you'd be surprised, many people hoard a whole lot of stuff because they grew up poor and now they have it and they just keep buying more stuff because they came up so impoverished. I can understand that. I can, but Luke chapter 12, verses 18 through 20 says, so he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there I will store all my crops and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, oh, when God speak, you better listen. But God said to him, fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? Beloved, when God calls you a fool, you are a fool. (laughs) It is the ultimate disgrace. The rich man had material wealth and life goals, but he did not have the most precious possession in all of life, which is Jesus, resulting in him spending all eternity in hell, though he was rich. It is not a sin to be rich, but it is spiritually devastating to have an abundance of material possessions without a genuine relationship with Christ. Finally, but not the least, don't, don't close your stuff up yet, right? Keep writing. But I, I, sometimes I'm scared to say finally. <laughs> finally, but not the least, number 10. Beloved, you must be saved by Christ before he can be Lord over your finances. You must be saved. Do you know the Savior? You must be saved by Christ before he can be Lord, King, Rule, reign over your finances. Romans 10, 13 says, for whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Once you're saved by God, then he wants to be Lord over your blessings, which will result in you getting the most out of what he has blessed you with. Isn't that how much you have is what you do with what you got? Once you have been transformed and saved by the power of Christ, only then will you have an inner desire to put all of your possessions under his divine management. Let's say it it together. Under his divine. Let's say it again. Under his. Thank you. 
and allow the Holy Spirit to distribute your blessings to yourself. God wants to bless you. Your family, he wants you to be a blessing to your family. And he wants you to be a blessing to others. Not just here in Maranatha, but in other places uh, in the country and the world. If, if we desire to give to the Lord financially as much, listen to this as I'm closing this statement out and this message out. Listen real closely. If we desire, if we desire to give to the Lord financially as much as we enjoy purchasing material things for ourselves, how much more blessed would we be because of putting God first in our lives? The scripture says in Matthew 16, 26a, for what profit is it to a man or a woman or a child, a college student, a senior, one who is in prime of life? What does it profit you if you gain the whole world, gain a lot of stuff, can't see your wall for stuff, stuff in your attic, stuff outside in your shed, and stuff down the street. You're paying for space to hold more stuff. What does it profit you to have all of that and lose your soul? I conclude by saying you can have all this world. Just give me Jesus. And all God's children say it. Amen. God bless you. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching and would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit MaranathaSA.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas 78109. And if you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the Radio Broadcast Support Fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.